And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's a writer and podcast host whose salad dressing choices are always on trend. It's Robin Shore. And he's a comedian who's been back from Scotland for a month, but still wakes up at 2 a.m. to yell at bagpipe players. It's David Huntsberger. Chef Jeff is here to make chicken fricassee with extra frickin' chicken see. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your best friend, Allison Hello, my little Hawaiian sweet rolls. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, David Huntsberger. Hello. What a good intro that was Aww. by both of you. Namely, Dan. <laughs> chicken fricassee, frickin' chicken see. I love that. <sighs> that was fantastic. That was like a verbal paradiddle. If a drum, it's a, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a drum, drum thing, you know. Oh. Just we drummers get it. Sure. Hello and welcome back, Robin Shore. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Ooh, good voice. Oh, okay. We yeah. I don't want to get into She's it. She's gone Biore. I want to get into it in a second. Okay. But we just found out that Robin was the voice of Biore for many years. The mm-hmm. only reason I mentioned it is because one of your listeners doesn't like my voice. <laughs> so I'm using my Biore voice. Beauty starts here. It's it's so convincing. I didn't even know that you have multiple voices. You can, Yeah, I'm a pretty good mimic. Isn't it sad when I go back to my regular voice? Isn't it sad? No, I like um, it. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't... Maybe I have different a different voice on my podcast that annoys one of your listeners. And I want to say to that listener, I get it. And I'm sorry. <laughs> my thoughts and prayers are with your listener for having to hear my voice could you say it in a different voice my thoughts and prayers are with you i, I could say it like Kristen shaw like my thoughts and prayers are with you robin <laughs> she's a she's a great friend of mine from college so she knows i do oh. her yeah um but yeah I can, i'm mostly just a mimic i can just figure out i can listen to somebody and then copy them this is very exciting can you say it say what this I just is said. very exciting oh my god that's me uh, oh my god that's me <gasps> i'd have to do i did a, i did a, i've done a few sound alikes which is exactly what you're doing they, they play it for you and then they give you three beeps and you have to do you have to do it exactly like that person because huh. they can't get the celebrity they have to pay you because they can't get the celebrity to do it david and daniel you can leave <laughs> i'm just going to be talking to robin and she'll be doing your voices now well no in problem. tv dub overs it seems like they never get it close where like no. the actor kind of talks like this hey i'm going in that and then it's blank door and the person goes freaking <laughs> oh you mean so- like you know who had the worst looping and god bless at the cast and crew of 24 but like the, it drove me nuts and that was around the time that i was doing a lot of voiceover work and it would be like it just Kiefer sutherland screaming from another country like it was <laughs> so hard it was ridiculous anyway H- hello daniel hi <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jeff. Hi, Allison. You ready to start the show? This just sounds like a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> it just sounds be. like a lot of work. Oh, can you do men too? No. I mean, I can try. No. No. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no. Sorry. Now you're just doing yourself. I know. It's terrible. Okay. So, a lot to get to. And I must confess, even when there's not a lot to get to, I will say a lot to get to. So, it's the real listener who can hear the difference between when there's truly a lot mm. or just mm. a fake lot. Yeah. <laughs> but this time there is a lot and we will get to it. Um, 
I had an interesting week. I went over to Christina Pajitsky from uh, your mom's house, and that's Deep Bro. And by the way, she's just going by Christina P now. She's jettisoning the, uh, the bulk of her. <laughs> yes, the uh, the Ajitsky. Um, she has a Netflix special <laughs> coming out. She's jettisoning a jet ski? It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. I think that is what I said. Um, and we recorded like a big crossover Bonanza episode of That's Deep Bro and Allison Rosen is your new best friend. So the f- first, and she has a whole studio set up with video and everything. Um, so the first half has already aired as That's Deep Bro. And then the second half will be Monday's episode of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. And we talked about transition to motherhood and identity and needing external validation. And it really is like listening to a therapy session, but more entertaining, I hope. Although I like to think that my therapy sessions are entertaining. <laughs> Reminds me of when uh, Magnum P.I. was on Simon & Simon. Oh, yeah. Yes. Pretty sweet crossover. Worlds collide. Yeah. It was always exciting when there were crossover tv show things yeah. like i wasn't a huge soap opera watcher but my parents are like devout they were devout all my children mm, fans good um, choice i think at a certain point i think all my children just switched to strictly online and my parents considered even or they might have even watched it just online <laughs> um but i think that the i don't know who it, i don't know if it was general hospital or I don't know who it was, but whoever it was ended up in Pine Valley for a little while. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. It was all real in both shows. <laughs> also, we took Elliot for allergy testing, and um, I thought we were going to do the blood test. It's a long story. We ended up doing the skin test, and that's where they like rub allergens on his back, like a bunch of different ones. And hey, then, little guy, is that poisoning you? <laughs> is that poisoning yeah, you? Kind of. Uh, and then one spot like became a big hive really quickly. And I'm like, well, whatever that is, he's definitely allergic to I, that. I was looking at that. I'm like, oh, dang, he's allergic to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Turns out that that is the control. Oh. And I was like, what yeah. do they I'm use? So happy. Yeah. yeah. What do he's they use? allergic <laughs> to control. <laughs> what do they use as the control? And what they use is histamine. which raises more questions than it answers. Namely, where does one get histamine? But anyway. (laughs) Yeah, we're all collectively very anti-histamine. Yes, Mm -hmm. we are. That's all we ever buy. Mm -hmm. No one buys histamine. What's the deal with histamine? (laughs) Nobody buys pro-histamine. No. (laughs) No. The people that buy it are the people who do allergy tests. They're They're the only people that buy it in the whole world, I guess. I don't know where or what they get it from. However, I went to the bathroom and then I came back and I was like, I feel like I rubbed my face in a cat. Like my, the back of my throat is starting to itch. My eyes are itching. And then the doctor, when she came back in, she said something like, cats can yeah. suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> she said something like, at some point in the day, I always end up touching histamine and then I have to take a Claritin. And I said, I think maybe I did because I'm really itchy now. And she's like, yeah, you might have. And the shirt that I wore, I touched that today. And then I'm like, anyway, all of this is to say... I'm sorry that I went on this tangent. It's not interesting, but my eyes are itching and I think I'm still being infected by the histamine. I'm going to have to probably burn the shirt. But also allergies are bad right now. No, but this is, it was a specific like, oh my God, I'm reacting to a substance. You know those like uh, exposés where they'll show someone handle chicken and then they do that specific lighting and it shows like... Oh, like the woods light, I think is what it's called. Is that what... Like where you see sperm splattered everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And you see that like... like the (laughs) 
<laughs> you see people's finger like it. everywhere so that salmonella yeah. can like just proliferate all over your refrigerator oh, handle yeah. and then like the brush of the or the handle of, like the brush you might use to clean the dishes yeah. thinking like i got it and it's just everywhere what if histamines like that now i you- think it is i think it's all i might we might have to move i might have to remove a layer of my skin mm-hmm. and daniel we have to get a divorce this I don't know how it relates. We but. think very alike. <laughs> we think th- I saw a dog running on the street the other day, and my first thought was, I guess I have a new dog. <laughs> and not just, you know, I was like, going, like you and I go to the worst possible outcome, yes. which is this shirt is going to make you all, this histamine situation. I'm going to have to change my you're identity. You're going to have to leave your husband. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Speaking of skin and Robin, which oh. is a weird segue. <laughs> I want everyone well, to know. Well, I did do Biore. Yes. So. <laughs> I currently am wearing sunscreen. Mazel Tov. Thank you. That, is that how it's pronounced? Mazel Tov? I thought it was Tov. I think it's both. Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. It's both. It's probably Tov. It tov and you see, is I think the, you're more is the Hebrew word for good, like like Yom Tov, like good night, um, good day. But it's Tov. Tov, I think, is an Americanization of it. Or you could Sounds say right. mazels and just be a hipster. Right, Andy Cohen. Or so mazels. How's your sunscreen working out? <laughs> Pretty well. I <clears throat> I realized one day it was night and I'd been wearing it all day and I had forgotten about it, which really I think is the goal. Like that's <laughs> that's experiencing farfignugan with your sunscreen. If yes. What I, is farfignugan? It's it's the Volkswagen. term from a Volkswagen commercial for like pure driving <laughs> pleasure or something. Oh. Was but it a it real were, word? Farfig Nugan? I don't think I don't think I don't so. Know. I think it was an that was a purely marketing. Right. But oh. if there were that for sun, sunscreen nirvana is what I'm trying to say. Okay. I still don't like that I'm playing by their rules and I still don't <laughs> want to be wearing it. And I still, the second I come home, want to just wash my face and get everything off of it. But now that I've made commitment, I guess, to wearing I'm adjusting. Were you thinking that it was going to feel like an extra layer of makeup or something? It feels like I have makeup on, yeah. Oh, but I it doesn't really. It it's it's more psychological. I I'm just more aware that I have it. It's just in my head. Your skin is clean, or you could have moisturizer on, and then that's still clean skin with moisturizer on. But sunscreen is like something you take off, and I just want to be like, I want to be as close to when I'm home. I want to be as close to bed as possible. Got it. Like, totally. I can't seem to wear sunscreen without eventually getting it in my mouth and tasting it. Or <laughs> <laughs> in my eyes. It just gets like a bead of sweat or you leave some gooped up on your cheek. I don't know. Maybe I'm I Or you just, squirt it in your mouth. Maybe I lick my lips too broadly or something. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. But I always taste it. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> we need funny to work you... on application with you. I'm concerned. I don't know. And I get the thin, like expensive stuff too. I don't know. When you put it on, there is a part of your brain that goes to like all right, tongue, if we do head out to lick these lips, let's keep in mind there's some boundaries here. <laughs> My tongue will not listen to boundaries. <laughs> Your tongue is the only thing not getting burned in this situation. <laughs> oh, I'm going to the temple. I'm way out there. <laughs> so, Robin, yes. you guys did a live show, right? Oh, yeah, we did on Sunday. How'd it go? We and did a live show from Glaze Fire, which is the pottery painting place on Hillhurst. Oh. It's really fun. <laughs> is this one of those, like, color me mine type yes, places it's like very hipster cool color me mine and we found out something awesome i don't know if i should blow well this please um, this wear thursday this we found out that there's a famous artist in los Feliz named dallas clayton and he does <gasps> all these murals i follow him on instagram yeah. sometimes he's too positive 
Right. No offense. Totally. Totally get it. Dallas Clayton goes into Colory Mine once a month and paints, paints, buys and paints 15 pieces, has them all fired, and then leaves them there for people to take. So you can just have a famous artist's piece of ceramic that he made. And wow. You, and Pete, that is, that's, see how positive that is? Isn't that amazing? <laughs> but you just it's have so to be lucky positive. enough to get yeah. there at the right time. So like, I'm going to go to Glaze Fire now once a week to just get my Dallas Clayton's. Um, but it was a, it was fun. It was the perfect thing because people were painting their pottery and listening to us. It mm-hmm. wasn't like they were sitting in chairs listening to us. They had something <laughs> else to do. So hopefully people enjoyed it. I don't know. That's cool. And a similar thing, I, at the 76 station on Pico and like Western, I leave a stack of signed headshots at home. <laughs> <laughs> They're always that's gone. That's really smart. That's smart. Yeah. That's a good marketing plan always. for you. Do you get feel it, like you've gotten there. work from it? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> or just... Or just enhanced your exposure. Well, I got to dress up as Uncle Sam one year and oh. direct people as to where to do their taxes. I'll say you're curating amongst the homeless population. Phenomenal. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. I see it lining some of the bottoms of uh, shopping carts around town. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see your face, you know, just out there. Yeah, get it out there. <laughs> How much trash will you accept in your shopping cart? For example, oftentimes uh-huh. you'll pull a shopping cart out, yeah. receipt in the bottom. Fine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a tissue. Or one of no. those mailers that's like just yes. What are they There's so many like, mailers. Yeah, the circ- is it a circular? Yeah, I circular. Think that's it. It's not circular though, so I don't no. know why they call it that. But and it's not really circulating. It's not like you go over to right. your neighbors like I got it. Have a look. Let's keep this moving. <laughs> and has anybody ever looked at those and been like, Oh, I'm so glad I know about this. <laughs> like I'm so glad I know about the price of this ham. Oh, I yeah. keep always. I keep frequently thinking maybe I'll be a coupon person, and Daniel will point out that he says coupon. It's coupon. And, and, I say coupon. And then you forget to be a coupon person. And some people coupon. say coupon. coupon. Am, I the only, am I the only coupon person at this table? Coupon. Person who says it that I'm way? both. Depends on Jeff? what voice I'm using. Now I'm, now I'm overthinking it. Coupon. Coupon. You're with me. Coupon. 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 I think I lean coupon. more toward Q. I throw coupon. that Y in coupon. there. Yeah. Coupon. Cute. Both. I'm like ambidextrous. Um, are you culinary or culinary? Culinary. 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 Oh my god, a, a culinary sweet. Keep it circulating. <laughs> um, it's like the wave. Now Jeff and I are we say cauliflower the same, right? Yeah, cauliflower. Yeah. Cause Cal- there's plenty of cauliflower. What's the other way to pronounce it? Call a flower. Cauliflower. I say cauliflower. Robin? Cauliflower. Daniel? Yeah, cauliflower. You guys are all wrong. Cauliflower. Yeah, it's like Collie the dog and a flower. Yes. Cauliflower. Sounds like you should have like a string of hay out of your mouth when you say cauliflower. Maybe we do. I feel like <laughs> I do when I say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, my right eye is so itchy. I just want everyone to know the histamines mm-hmm. are attacking my right eyelid. Why don't they have like sprayable ah! antihistamine? You can they just sh- throw them around and spray a cloud out in front of you and just march into stuff. <laughs> Just, what if you like sprayed a bunch of pollen? What would happen? Yeah. The, it would be like two magnets facing you. It would just be a cloud of antihistamine spray. Yeah. Okay. It would I gotta be a go misdemeanor of histamine. Ooh. Sorry, guys. I got to go. No, that's good. Between that and freaking chicken sea, this is a real wordy oh. podcast. Did that freak it, you out? It looked like you were scratching directly on your eyeball. No, I, I was scratching... Whew my top lid under the eyelashes getting very close yeah i'm willing to scratch my eyeball if i have to i 
for it Halloween, like if you want to do an Instagram thing that'll freak all of your followers out, do I that. would shoot it. Have me shoot it from this angle. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it was startling. Yeah. Um, I feel like someone sprayed me with itching powder. Mm. I've never encountered itching powder. Maybe it's just histamine. Maybe I've, it doesn't even exist. But you sh- you've showered since yesterday, so what do you? Think? I've showered and I've washed my face separately that itching powder would be mm. the greatest thing like one of those old-timey perfume sprays and you see someone being a jerk to a teller or just little your rest of your day is gonna suck now you asshole that feels so yeah. great i feel like itching powder existed i feel like i've seen it in like laurel and hardy or something Seems like, like a yeah. summer camp <laughs> yeah. kind no, of it thing. was it, you could get it with those little prank things like the oh, whoopee cushion yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. i'm yeah. sure it's super illegal now but i my understanding at the time was that it was ground up fiberglass Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. cool move. That's what feels like it's in my eye. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's in my eye. Wow. Yeah, that'll blind you. That's like ninjas <laughs> used to uh, crush glass up into powdered glass and then put it into a hollowed out egg mm-hmm. and they'd throw it at your face <laughs> and the ground up glass would get in your eyes and cut your eyes up and blind you. That's a cool ninja move. Yeah. It's a sweet ass ninja move is what yeah. it is. I don't blame them and yet- one bit. And yet they go for the ninja throwing star more often than that. No, no. The egg's a lot of work. The star, you just throw it in somebody's <laughs> face and then you take it out and it's ready I, to and go. And the egg is, that's such a delicate throw. You yeah. grip it too hard, it shatters right. in your own and I'm not sure the yeah. star is used as often as pop culture would like us to believe in, mm. in ninja. Hmm. Wait, well, then where are you getting your information? Yeah, who's your ninja source? Uh, a little thing called history. No, really? Yeah, history. I don't Ninjas. know. Ninjas.net. Yeah, ninjahistory.com. <laughs> Where I get my no, no, you're else, ninja. Where else would you get it? Ninjaslikeus.org. I get it. The New York Times has a ninja section where they have ninja news, <laughs> but we don't know about it. Stars are down. Twitter <laughs> eggs are up. Yeah, usually you can't find it. Right. Yeah. It's just it keeps you keep thinking you see it, and then the section exactly. keeps disappearing. It hides it's very frustrating. That's true. So Jeff. Yes. You had a saga involving Airbnb. I. I had a nightmare Airbnb experience this weekend. Which some people at the table have heard part of, but apparently no one has heard all of. No. And Robin was starting to formulate an opinion based on it. And I said, hold that thought, pump mm-hmm. your brakes, chain that dog, wait holding. till you hear the whole story. I'm holding. So I want to, Barn- I'll be curious as to if you update your opinion yeah. after I tell you the whole story. I promise to listen to it with an open mind. I'll just be over here scratching myself. <laughs> I'm scratching some, uh, to looking at you scratching, so I'm not going to look at you. I'm going to look at I know, all Jeff. the scratching talk is making me itchy. So, <laughs> I'd love no, a little um, like intro music to sort of set the stage. Yeah, I know. I was thinking we need we need like, a little something. Mm-hmm. Nightmare Airbnb intro music. Oh my God, my leg is itching now. <laughs> Join us now on a tale of staying in someone else's home. Airbnb. Be right back. People do love the old-time announcer voice. <laughs> that guy wasn't that old. I could, <laughs> I could probably do one, too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, what did Jennifer Jason Lee say? She would say in Hudsucker Proxy, I bet my Pulitzer are on it. Like, I bet my Pulitzer are on it. I should have said that more clearly. I bet my Pulitzer are on it. Um, <laughs> I would like to hear from both of you periodically. Okay. For the rest of my life. <laughs> so, Join us now <laughs> as Jeff tells his harrowing tale. <laughs> Sponsored by Ovaltine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yes, I went to San Diego this weekend to record Ryan Sickler's live comedy album at the Comedy Store in La Jolla. 
And I had done an Airbnb last year. So it was my first time trying it. I wanted to get a little beach house like a long weekend. First person that I tried to book it with kind of flaked on me, never got back to me. And then they finally got back to me, but it was too late. And then the second person that I contacted, they were, got back to me. They were great. I went and rented this little house down in Mission Beach. It was cute. And it was like, I'll, premise, I'll preface this story by saying, I like a funky beach house. And I'll preface it by saying, Jeff, a simple man, lives with 17 cats. First time in San Diego. Play that funky beach house. <laughs> and I did find cats when I was in San Diego, Mission Beach. There were two black cats near me. So... I'm not a fancy man. Not a fancy not man. A fancy so I don't man. I don't need Ritz Carlton or whatever. So the the beach house I stayed at last time, it was, you know, furniture doesn't quite match, the silverware doesn't quite match. As you can tell like everything's like, "Oh, I got a coffee maker for Christmas, but I don't really like it. Let's put it at the beach house." And that kind of thing. I like that. <laughs> so I I rent this place in Pacific Beach. And a buddy of mine lives right nearby. There's Tourmaline Surf Park right near there. I thought, "Okay, this would be great. I can go hang out with my buddy." We'll go walk to surf in the morning. It'll be great. And then I can work at the comedy club at night. So I booked the thing and then just never heard from the owners. They, they initially responded, yeah, okay, you can have the reservation. We'll send you check-in information later. So weeks going by and I'm getting all my equipment together ready to go to the show. And then all of a sudden I think, hey, you know what? It's less than 24 hours before the reservation and nobody's contacted me with check-in information. Bad sign. Yeah. And so I think so I emailed I was, I was the, the 21st centuryness jarred me I I'm must. sorry <laughs> so that's not a good sign <laughs> so I email or I email or call Airbnb and they're like well have you texted the host and I was like you know I'm the customer right like I'm the guy that paid for this I I have to chase down the host to get check-in information for the it's like why do I have to do all this work getting finding out how to get in here like you guys figured out how to take my money out of my checking or my credit card account real fast. Like mm-hmm. you got that figured out. Like how about transferring me the information I need to walk in the door with a similar amount of alacrity? And the alacrity? guy alacrity. You can't just throw that out. There. I was going I know. It was a wonderful so, word. They were like, "No, we'll just contact." Them. I was like, "No, you contact them, or I'll cancel." Because oh. why am I doing all this work? So the guy contacted me. He said, "Yeah, you know, I just talked to the guy and blah blah blah." And I was all mad, and I said. I said, this is horrible. I should have just gotten a hotel. And he's like, well, you know, it's part of the Airbnb experience. I was like, dude, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, gritty realness. Yeah, I'm not into an Airbnb experience. Like, I need a place to stay. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not trying to start a trending hashtag. I just need a place to but stay. hold on. To him, the Airbnb experience is not, not frustration. about how around to get into yeah. the place. Yeah. Taking your money and yeah. not giving you information. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And... The the joke that I used and the, that I complained on Twitter, hoping to get some response from them, which I got no response, was Airbnb, all of the hassle of staying with your cousin's friend's army buddy, <laughs> but at hotel price. <laughs> so so the guy says, yeah, well, I called them and the, they said they'll get you the information. I was like, okay. This was the day before. It's 8 p.m., 6 or 8 p.m., oh, and I geez. still haven't heard from the guy. So I text him and I say, hey, or no, I email him and I say, Hey, you, you know, I haven't heard from you in a week. I'm checking in in less than 24 hours. You're going to send me the check-in information? He replies, Dear Devin. What? <laughs> and then this form letter, blah, 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 blah. And then... Was, Had Jeff become Devin? Was he lost <laughs> in a dream? <laughs> That's what I wondered. And with the door code at the bottom. 
And then there was followed up with two emails saying like, oh, sorry, yeah, that was a, that was a form email. I forgot to change the name in it. And then some other follow-up thing. I was like, whatever, dude. Just- All my forms start with Devin. Yeah. Very common name. You, it, it's usually a Devin that I'm talking to, <laughs> so chances were. Devin? Um, do you, can, I, can I just ask a quick question, or we, should we save questions till the end? No, go ahead. So given what your experience had been up until this point... Were you having bad feelings like this might not go very smoothly and I may not enjoy myself, therefore I should just demand my money back and go to a hotel? Like what made you stick to your guns? (laughs) Because I didn't have a great feeling about it, but I didn't have a lot of time either. It was like I was going down there for work. Check-in was at 3 o'clock and I had to be at the club by 5.30 to start setting up all my equipment. Mm -hmm. And this is the day before. And I just, it was a really busy week and it was a short week because I was traveling to San Diego on Friday. So it was like, I I just didn't have a lot of time to monkey around and hunt for a hotel at this point mm-hmm. and then fight with them to get my money back. You know, so yeah. I was like, all right, well, we'll just see how this goes. And, you know, I mean, that's always the question in life, whether it's this or a job or whatever. It's like, how much bullshit do you put up with? Cost ratio. Right. Cost ratio. Right. But like the the point where you kick out of what seems like a bad deal, it's a, it's a tough call. Mm-hmm. So So I drive down there. Um, meet my buddy for a burrito and go to check into the thing. And I walk up and it's like hot. I'm, the door's right in the hot sun. I punch in the door code. Doesn't work. Surprise. It does not work. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> doesn't work. Punch it in two or three times. Still doesn't work. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, God. And I'm like roasting and sun. I got all my bags on me. So I call the guy. I get his voicemail. So I text him and I go, door code doesn't work. He texts me back. He says, well, here's the other door code. Okay. I love an alternative door code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he what? said, and he, so he, so he texted me back and he said, oh, here's the door code. Sorry. I must've had fat fingers when I sent you the other door code. It's like, well, you already told me the, the old email was a copy and paste. Right. Now you're telling me you actually typed it, but it was a typo. It's fishy. Yeah. So, or, or he could have, I'm not defending him. He could have changed the door, door code between the two letters. He probably did. He probably had to change the door code. Maybe. Yeah. But, just a thought. No, no. I'm not no, trying to challenge you. No, no. Maybe that's what happened. But here's but the, a little bit. I am. Here, but here's the thing. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I know. It should. He should have had the right door code. Yeah. And if that was the only problem was that the door code was bad, it'd be like, yeah, no problem. But it was totally. like all the hassle up until now. And then he gets the door code wrong. And so How quick did he text you back when it was the wrong door code? Great. Texted me back pretty quick. Good. Okay. Okay. Oof. Yeah. I want so, you standing there. So I get in and the place is just funky. It's funky. It's not like smelly or yeah, just... It's like janky <laughs> and Or eclectic. Funky. Yeah. It was yeah. not... It's not, not a part eclectic. of the Airbnb experience. It's part of the Airbnb <laughs> experience. And it was like... Jay Leno has a joke that when you go into a McDonald's, it's like getting a smell tattoo. You just get the smell in your nose and you can't get it out. And that's what this place was like. I want everyone to know I've pulled my eyeballs out. Uh, <laughs> that's how... And now I'm just scratching the back of my skull. Okay. <laughs> I think it's the first time I've ever heard Jay Leno referenced. Um, <laughs> ever? In that capacity. Like, yeah. Okay, like I don't think a, I've ever a funny heard. joke that he yeah, made? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Jay Leno's got this great joke about... I've never heard that. Yeah, he used to be a super funny... Yeah, I have, yeah, a, I have like, a good Jay Leno joke. Uh, he was talking about that movie, um, Alone in the Dark. And he's like, Alone in the Dark opened this weekend, which is what you'll be if you go see it. Huh. Sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. He used to have this one bit where he was talking about Mr. Potato Head, and this was like in the 80s or something, and he was talking about kids starving in Africa and seeing us like playing with potatoes and be like, hey, look, it's Mr. Potato Head. And then he would go, 
Kimba eat potato? No, no, it's a toy. You play with it. You put things in it. <laughs> no, Kimba eat potato. No, it's a toy. You... Yeah, yeah. Did that sound like him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I get in and the place is just like, it's a little gross. It's gross. just like. What kind of funk are we dealing well, with here? Surf trunks, they were hung out like a musty, yeah. beachy was smell. Was it dirty or was it just like an old place? It was, and always yeah. kiss me goodnight sign? No, it was it was an old <laughs> place. But here, here's the thing is like you just walk in and it was like something was off. And it took a long time. It took about a day to fully set in everything that was wrong with it. Oh, like when you meet someone who might have a personality disorder. Right. You just know, but you don't know. But right. if they've got a really good personality disorder, it takes like a year for you to figure out That's that right. you've just been mm. the toxic person for a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, I had a toxic relationship with this Airbnb apartment. So I go in and there's like a weird stain on the couch and there's a weird stain on the floor. And so I think, okay, well, I'll just open up the curtains. And so I go to open up the curtains and the curtain rod is hung up in a way that you can't actually open the curtains past where the windows open. So that was like the, the, the curtains constantly hang in front of the window. And I was like, that's all I wanted was like a little beach air in there to like cool off and de-stink the place. And you couldn't even do that. Hmm. And so I was walking around the kitchen and it was just like, everything seemed kind of gross and sticky. And I sat down on the sofa to watch TV and the sofa just kind of felt a little funky. Yeah. Like a cloth sofa. Yeah. <laughs> That'll hold like farts. A, it was like, a, yeah. <laughs> it was like a loose weave cloth sofa. It was very, very sticky. And so, <laughs> so I'm walking around. This is like a leather one that they'll just bounce right off yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> No, this is like a, a fart, a, a a fart, fart sponge. sponge. Yeah, exactly. And 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 what? Sorry, what <laughs> was this? This place was literally on the beach or blocks from the beach. About two or three blocks from the. Beach. And then in the meat, just to set a stage in my head, and maybe for the listeners, in what price range were you in? Oh, it was. The total price for two days out the door was three thirty one, so it was like one forty something, maybe okay. one thirty one right. forty. I'm factoring this all into my opinion. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> which who cares about my opinion? <laughs> no, I'm I intrigued. Do. Yeah. Okay. So it's my take on it. Ultimately, was that this this it seemed like an apartment that somebody had lived in for thirty years and then had died or been murdered there. And then these guys bought it, put in a new bed and a new sofa, hung up two pictures from Michael's and said, now it's an Airbnb. Mm, It was like it had not been painted in 30 years. Like it was scuffed and scraped everywhere. Like there were cracks in the paint and the ceiling and three windows were missing screens. And I like the kitchen was kind of gross. And so they luckily they had a lot of cleaners and I wiped down the kitchen. Like I just did a cursory wipe down and like shit came off. And I was like, uh, did, did the pictures look like it? Like, did it look totally different in the Airbnb website? No, the pictures didn't look different. But here's the thing. The bathroom was disgusting. The bathroom was so sick and filthy. It was Yeah, take us back through your shopping online. Because they put up 10 pictures or so. No, I mean, there were maybe three or four. Okay. And there weren't any pictures of the bathroom. Because mm. the bathroom is gross. It was like roadside, the worst roadside motel you ever stayed at bathroom. Like mm. like poop splatters. No, oh. but just like... <laughs> like really the, unscrubbable brown 
like yeah, there were like there was a black there was like a black line, and then like the uh, the sink, the paint all around the sink was cracked, and you know there's a little bit of caulk usually between the sink and the wall, and like that was all gone mm. and cracked, and it was just there was and, like a dude sleeping in the bathtub, <laughs> yeah. and there and the, there was a little holder that the toilet paper roll went on. It had a little ceramic handle on the side of it, and that was all cracked and glued back together. And then when I looked underneath it, there was just a sheetrock screw shoved up underneath it screwing the whole thing into the wall like mm. the sheetrock screw was sticking out like an inch and a half huh. it was like it fell and something I'm like sure i'll fix bad. it like that this segment's been brought to you by holiday inn <laughs> <laughs> so that that was the general overall feeling and i was kind of walking and i didn't have a lot of time i was like i had to get out the door so i was kind of walking the sofa was gross and so i walk in the bedroom and i'm kind of looking at him like i don't know about this bed and then there was like a, a microwave or no a a clock radio unplugged on the ground behind the bed and then there were like two mirror, two big mirrors in the bedroom, but they weren't hung up. They were both sitting on the floor next, like next to each other. What like, were the four pictures? <laughs> <laughs> like the ceiling? It seems like from every angle that you, they somehow would have had to capture some of this. No, but I mean the cracks in the ceiling and the disgusting bathroom was like you couldn't see any of that in the pictures. Oh, okay. You know, you Ooh. could shoot four pictures and not see any of the stuff. And the heater in the wall was like literally falling off the wall. But anyway, hmm. these are all small things. I haven't even gotten to the good parts yet. <laughs> so I'm snooping around, and I open... So I'm like, now i got to look at everything. Jeff had begun to snoop. <laughs> I open up the nightstand, box of condoms in the nightstand. What kind? Trojan somethings. Yeah. Good that's for th- them. That's thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Are those the guys' condoms, or are those guest condoms? I think they're, I guest, think they're guest condoms. condoms. And I think that that's... Yeah, I don't think that the... I think the box of condoms was an amenity. <laughs> I do, too. It was an intimacy kit. Yes. I think maybe. 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 Probably not, but I could be amused to say that maybe. The hosts were not cleanly folks, but they were very sex positive. (laughs) They're very safety oriented. (laughs) And around the time that I find the condoms, the the guy calls me from... From the ho- the host guy calls me and He's I like, go, "Did you find the condoms? <laughs> <laughs> Once ladies um, get a look at that place, you're gonna need them, friend. I'll be right <laughs> over." Jeff, you find the condoms? Knock him dead, Devin. Yeah, hey, Devin, what's up? <laughs> Punching in, Devin. <laughs> My fat fingers wanted to call you. What's up, dude? <laughs> you find my rubbers? <laughs> So the guy, the guy calls me, and I go, yeah. And he's like, who is this? And I go, what do you mean, who is this? You called me. And he goes, and I go, this is Jeff. And he goes, huh? And I said, <laughs> Jeff. And he said, oh, the Airbnb guy. And I was like, yeah, well, you called me. How do you not know who I am? And he said, oh, well, I just saw that you called, and now I'm calling you back. And, oh. and I said, he said, oh, did you get in the house? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, what, what's the matter? And I was like, this has been a colossal pain in the ass, and this place is kind of weird. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, oh, well you know, didn't I get back to you with the new door code? And I was like, yeah, but you never gave me the information and then you gave me the wrong information. You gave it to the wrong person. He's like, well, you know, what could I have done differently? And so I just repeated exactly what I said. And he said, well, you know, there should be some beers in the fridge. (laughs) Like that was his consolation. Like I should find some free beers in the fridge. So to his credit, there were three or five beers left in the fridge. Three of one brand and two Pacificos. (laughs) That means he hangs there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's, those it's, farts are direct from him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like his party house. So I look at the beers in the fridge. I'm like, ugh. And so I open up the... Uh, now I'm going through the cabinets and everything. And there's like th- there's like three bottles of liquor there. It was like a 
a bottle of black velvet Canadian whiskey with mm-hmm. like a half an inch in the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> Clock's under the bed, man, because the party never stops. Yeah. <laughs> Went off once. We tore it out of the wall, threw it under the bed. So all of this is whatever. This is just funky. I'm like, I don't know. I got to get out there to the club. So I go to the club, do the show. Ryan Sickler was great. There's a lounge guy, like a lounge musician sound guy at the club that was awesome. His name's Lou, and he played this music. And I got to hang out with Lou the whole time. It was super fun. And then we went out for Asian food, and I was out to like three in the morning. It was just, it was a great time. And then I had to go back to this dump. Ugh. And I'm like, how am I, where am I going to sleep? Like, what am I going to do? I got to sleep somewhere. What a dump. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, okay, well, I'll just throw a sheet over the sofa. I've already Ugh. touched the sofa, oh. and I'll just sleep on, on that. Yeah, on a bed of farts. Jeff thought he could solve his problems with a sheet. Yeah. <laughs> and there was just something about it. It was like, I did not want to sleep in that bedroom. It was no, like, I, I just didn't want to. So I opened up the closet to look for the sheets, and on the top, there's like, a body. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. A bunch of sheets, all like ratty thrift shop sheets. So I pulled the most, the least disgusting one out, and I looked down, and there's like a disassembled... Body? <laughs> ceiling fan just littered <laughs> a- across the bottom of the closet, just like in pieces. I was just like, what? And so none of these things on their own are terrible, but it's like I just keep discovering these funky, funky things. I'm like, whatever. I just, I'm sleeping on the sofa, whatever. I'm sleeping on the sofa. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, fine. You know what? This place sucks, but whatever. As long as I can just have a little breakfast, a cup of coffee, get out the door, Uh go surfing. I know, eating in this place. Now this seems... Yeah. Right. Well, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna make some oatmeal here. Oh. But <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff was thinking clearly. <laughs> yeah. Had some of that Canadian whiskey last night. <laughs> clearly, the ambient hadn't worn off yet. So I. You brought your own oatmeal, or you saw some that he had provided? <laughs> no, I wasn't touching anything that was in there. Yeah, I went to Trader Joe's and just bought. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. I like about having an Airbnb. Is like there's a little kitchen, kitchenette, yeah. and I was like, oh, I'll just make a little food and then hit the road. Yeah. You know, or, so. So I'm rooting around looking for pots and pans, and I finally find I like they're all scratched up. They're Teflon and they're scratched up like crazy. You're not supposed to use Teflon. I think we all saw up. that coming, though. <laughs> oh, I, I expected a La Cruzette set <laughs> so, or La Cruzette. Yeah. So the small one was scratched up beyond recognition, and so the one that is the size you would make oatmeal, and I pulled it out, and there was actually <laughs> grease in it, like right, someone so had made can, gravy in it, so that you can just. Heat it up. Yeah, good to go. It's pre, yeah, it's It's, pre-lubed. It's like with a deep fryer. They say you never change the oil because it stays seasoned. And I was, I was little beer in that fridge for you, dude. And you won't pans pre-greased. Oh, you got some complaints? How'd you like them beers, though? Bet you like those. I thought you were gonna say like I looked in the pan and there was a sea monster, like a cockroach. Yeah, Mm. like I was hoping for Mm. an animal. (laughs) <laughs> like the, I'm just, I, you know, but I'm I'm not sad. I we got grease out of it. I'm just saying, like, see, think about sea monster when yeah. you tell the story again. Right? Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm glad we're workshopping it. Sea I know monkeys, it, I know it like a bunch of up. sea monkeys. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So Pure I was looking at it, teeth. and I was like, is, worse. "Is this dust or is this like you know?" Sometimes you get calcium in the work, and I Heroin? run my I, yeah yes speed. So I'm I run my finger through it, and it's like it's grease. It's like Somebody was making brats in here, and they did not clean it. I was like, ugh. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm not eating here ever. And I'm just like, well, you know what? I, there's a burrito shop down the street I love. Right. Which, I mean, 
just to back up a bit. I mean, after that first night, that's all I would have been thinking is like, I just got to sleep here and boom, best burritos in the mm. world are here. But you're like, eh, I got to eat first before I get out the door. <laughs> yeah. I, that's just me. I just, I wake up hungry like a bear that just came out of hibernation. Okay. Like, I just got to eat. So I go like, listen, all right, sleeping in the bed is out. Using the bathroom is out. Eating is out. And, but you know what? As long as I can make a cup of coffee, get me down the street, get me in the line for the burrito, I'm good. So I open up the coffee pot to make a cup of coffee, and in the top of the coffee pot is... A fish. <laughs> Human Close. teeth. No. Those teeth. Old coffee grinds with mold growing out of the top of it. Like well, hairy, now we're getting green, somewhere. Yeah. Mold. Yeah. Now we're I getting said, somewhere. Fuck this place. I am out of here. Oh, man. Now, I'm not going to blame <clears throat> the victim here, but you just described exactly what I expect out of an Airbnb experience. <laughs> this is why I don't do Airbnb because I, I feel like the odds of getting a nice place are low. I, and I, maybe that's just my faith in humanity, but it's just, no, you're, you're right. You're and renting people's the- shitty places. I just, I, that I don't, being said, I'm Daniel and I did Airbnb in Palm Springs and the place was, it was actually a nice place, but as I was it explaining... It was nice if you were like a bunch of bros partying at It a, was like at a bachelor pad. Bachelor and then party. it turned out that Greg Heller actually had had his bachelor party had, there. At what that the place? Ch- at the Whoa. same place. But, that, but, but what everything I said is, was janky. The bed was uncomfortable. Like, there, was there was a lot of a lot sports of memorabilia. The, un- the downside of it was that the guy who owned it spent a lot of time dropping by to like make sure everything was working okay, which was thoughtful, but also... Yeah. Weird. Not, yeah. Uh, if you're going to stop by, clean up, bring some treats, do a little turn down service. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a question for Jeff. What were the reviews like on this place? Mm. There were about five reviews. Four were positive and one was... From what, Devin? Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to look up to see if Devin's <laughs> reviews in there. But one of them was was like... This place is horrible. Don't touch this place. Wait, Save your money. Get a hotel room. No, my, that will be mine. When I'm on the road, I don't need to eat or necessarily sleep. I certainly don't need to know what time it is, but I need my condoms. Um, <laughs> but I, like to assemble, I like to assemble a ceiling fan on yeah. my own terms. But uh, it's, it's like a Yelp review. Like you can't. You have to yeah. kind of take it with a grain of salt because there's always somebody right. that's like that yeah. bathroom is disgusting, and right. you look and you're like, that's fine. Like is, yeah. filthy kitchen. Uh, shit-covered bathroom, generous with the condoms, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that I, I'm tough because here's the thing. I don't have a television in my bedroom. I never mm. did and I never will. Um, and so when I go to a hotel, it is like I'm like on crack with like the remote control and I sure. enjoy hotels so much. I don't feel comfortable, especially if I'm traveling alone, to stay in somebody else, a stranger's house. But I've stayed in Airbnbs that friends have gotten with like groups and it's been fine. But that's because we've all put in a certain amount of money that guarantees us a super, super nice place, hopefully. Um but I just, I wonder, I, if it were me, I would have been like, oh, he didn't get back to me in two weeks. It's a, that's a bad sign. I would have cut bait right there. But I feel bad that you went through that. And we yeah, support you. you. We do mm-hmm. support you. But well, they, with Airbnb, they do take your money right away, right? Oh, yeah. As opposed to a hotel where you pay at the end. And I'm curious right. how you said you got you got out of there. But like, how did that transpire? Did you call the guy? Did you just pack up and jet? Like, Did you get any money back? I Did you stay there a second night? Oh, no. It oh. was like, when I saw that coffee pot, I was completely packing out the door within 20 minutes. Yeah. So I, I saw that. 
And in my anger and haste, I emailed a picture of the coffee pot and the pan and the condoms to the owner. And I said, (laughs) previous owners look like they left some property behind if you'd like to catch up with them and see if they'd like it back. Also, I'm making oatmeal and coffee. If you guys want to stop by, you guys seem really cool. What? Wait, you invited them over. Oh, I see what you're saying. I attached pictures of the moldy coffee pot and said, hey, I'm making coffee. You guys want to come by? They stop by. They're like, Devin, where's oatmeal? (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, I just just called up Airbnb and I freaked out. I freaked the fuck out. Like, I was so not composed. I was like, fuck this place. Get me out of here. This is bullshit. Like, I went crazy (laughs) on them. I was like... I am. I was like, I am not paying for this. You gotta. You give me my money back. This is bullshit. And wow, where did yeah. you stay the second night? I found a hotel in La Jolla, and it was a a cute, fun, clean little hotel. And I had a great time. It was a great hotel. I should look up their name and give them a plug. What? How did Airbnb respond? Did they? They were like, they said. Once I was freaking out, they were like, okay, well, do you have pictures? And I was like, I have 30 pictures. I can, I'll can, i send them all to you. And they're like, okay. And they were on the phone with me. They were like, send them. And they were like, okay, we got them. And I was like, no, no, that's just the first batch. I couldn't attach them all to one email. Hold on. Here's the second batch. Here's the third batch. And they were like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you're going to get your money back. And then they told me they would pay $150 for me to get a hotel. Oh, that's wow. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Which is nice, but it's like, it's also a giant hassle. hassle like huge yeah. hassle. Yeah, so it was like, I woke up, hadn't had breakfast, hadn't had coffee, and I'm like hunt, scrambling to get yeah. a new hotel. But I think if you're used to... Ke- Creature comforts. You, your best. Your it's a your best bet is a hotel. I, I I don't understand the Airbnb thing. I feel like it's not. You know what I mean? It's like video games. Like I just never got into it. <laughs> yeah. Like I just don't have the hand eye coordination for video games, and I don't have the patience to sift through Airbnb pictures. I, yeah, I feel like if Airbnb was cheaper, so if it was a like you right, can get it was Airbnb 50 bucks. Yeah. If you could get, you can get Airbnb in our neighborhood mm-hmm. and rent beautiful places but they're super expensive yeah and my thing is if i'm spending that much i'm going to get a suite at a nice hotel with room service like why would i stay in something why would i prefer to stay well because you can get like a whole excuse me okay (laughs) i was i was done actually but you get a whole house you know a whole house like i've you know if you're getting a house i get that like i i've thought about going back to tucson and because I have family in Tucson, you know, like staying in a hotel, you know, you can't stay with anybody, but we could rent a house and then yeah. there's a pool and then everyone could come to us. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. You know sure. how you can get what you want and be pretty sure that you're going to be satisfied with care.com. Uh, care.com is just a great way to find a uh, babysitter. They also have like all any, there's also like if you, any kind of care that you would need. Um, housekeepers, dog walkers, tutors, errand runners, senior care, etc. So um, you can type in your zip code, tons of caregivers pop up, um, background checks, reference checks, qualifications and certifications. You can look for all that when searching for a potential caregiver. The website is super easy to use. You can watch a video um, and then it's like, well, I don't, well, na- now I know too much. Um, <laughs> Because I'm some, I have trouble making decisions because I'm like, they're all perfect. Now, how do I choose? I guess I just choose based on their voice. Um, care.com is the world's largest digital marketplace for finding and managing family care. At care.com, you can find care for everyone in the family. Care.com 
Um, home pay experts provide tax and payroll assistance to families who employ caregivers and families can join for free as a basic member to easily search for great local caregivers. And then once you upgrade to premium membership, you can reach out to caregivers, schedule interviews and even book and pay for care online or through the app. And um, it offers you the ability to purchase background checks to help you vet the caregivers you're considering hiring. To save 30% off a Care.com premium membership, visit Care.com slash best friend when you subscribe. That's Care.com slash best friend for 30% off a premium membership. Okay. Yes. My last lap. So in by the sea in Lo- at La Jolla is where I stayed. They were great. It was a great hotel. It was really fun, nice, and clean. And in my defense... Robin, the reason, no, I didn't the, ask the reason that I wanted to do an Airbnb is like, I like to go surfing. So yeah. it's like, I want to have a surfboard. Totally. I want to have a bike. I want stuff like that. And it's like, it's kind of hard to schlep that stuff in out of a hotel. I yeah. get it. So I get that's, it. that's I, the temptation for me. I but think yeah, I got it's scum. different strokes. That's a, Airbnb versus hotel, I think is truly different strokes for different folks. I, I just feel like this guy, I think it was like a losing battle, like immediately. Oh, yeah. And it yeah. was just a. A message to us all, reminder to us all to read the science. Kick it, kick out early. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? Did he? Because I'm just imagining this like sort of burned out surfer guy. No, was he was he? he was like a he was like a bro. He was like a party bro. Mm. That was my sense. And and I know we're not workshopping this, but when you tell this story again, <laughs> I I I would pitch to cut this the condoms. And here's why: because it might have number one, it might have been an amenity. And number two, it's actually the least egregious thing of all the things you mentioned. Like the condoms actually sticks out as like, uh, well, that I, who knows why that was there. But as I understand it, people at Airbnbs leave their their stuff. Like some people leave their stuff. I feel like right? it's tantamount to if they were like a box of band aids. Mm. Okay, you, you guys like are you- so you guys are so cool with con. I mean, look, I'm cool with condoms too, <laughs> very much so. I'm just saying, finding a box. Does make you go, oh, there's lots of sex happening here. Right. Ew. My, yeah. Right. That, that was not a deal breaker in any way. Oh, okay. That was just a like, uh That was like, just color. Yeah, that was color. And But <laughs> here's the thing. Like I said to you earlier, if I'm pressed, I will say, yeah, you know, now that I think about it, somebody maybe was fucking in this bed 12 hours ago. Right. But I don't need to be reminded of it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Sure. It's a real like. I see that point very yeah. clearly. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, I guess with the funk and the smells and yeah. Maybe I, it was a brothel. Who? It was. It was that janky. It was like, oh, maybe somebody's renting this place by the hour by during the, the hour. week. Yeah. Wow! It is not what that dissimilar to like a large percentage of comedy condos. Oh, sure. I've heard those oh, are. Yeah. Ugh, the other one in San Antonio should just be burned. It's so. It's just like that. It's disgusting, and a number of them are as well. Like it, it's one of, the, and people just start early on in comedy like well i'm doing it i'm out there traveling and just get used to like that style of i just threw away the mold and made some new coffee and no big deal like whew. why yeah. this is a question that i don't know that you could answer and i'm going to ask it anyway why are comedy condos and also plenty of comedy clubs and green rooms so gross well, comedians a lot of times are like not the fittest, healthiest folks. They smoke and just kind of lay around, sweat. Then the couches get these gross, you know, humps in them and things like that. But more than that, I think it's just like the pay for openers and feature acts at comedy clubs hasn't gone up since like the 90s, mm-hmm. if that. And so you're just stretching your budget. Like we got to pay help staff and then we got to pay. Airbnb is oddly 
helped in a weird way because they used to, you know, only have to house someone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe Sunday. And then the rest of the week it was empty, but now they can like recoup some costs. So they, I think they have gotten a little nicer, but prior to that it was like, oh, we've got to figure out a way to house comedians every week of the year. Hotels start to add up. What if we just paid a lease and let's get the most terrible place we can find? <laughs> And then one of us will swing over there and clean it theoretically. And then they just kind of lapse on doing that. And it just gets so gross so quickly. Well, with places like that and the mm. place that I stayed, this was, this was the takeaway. The more I looked at it, it was like, you could pay a handyman to come in here for a half a day, throw a coat of paint in here and fix up little things. And this place would be a hundred times better. Like it, the amount of effort it took to keep, a place that shitty that shitty it's yeah. like that's a, that's an amazing amount of torpor like get like put some effort into it like anything <laughs> torpor and alacrity my <laughs> god yes. a lot okay what does alacrity mean uh quickness quickness yeah torpor is the opposite or torpor is more like s- sloth you're like wordly wise which was a textbook that i had in fourth grade and i'm wondering did anyone else have Wordly Wise? Someone no. right now is like, I did, I did. I opened for Ryan. That was my comedy alter ego, Wordly Wise. <laughs> Wordly <Yeah>. Wise. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay, so. Trying to, like I said, a lot to get to. We've got an update from Jenna now. We've got iTunes comment of the week. Um, I, I mentioned that I have Christina on Monday's episode, but I should have mentioned, if you haven't listened to Monday's episode, the week you're hearing this, had Bob Bryan on the episode on Monday. Old pal Bob Bryan, very fun show. Delightful. It was truly delightful. If you need some delight, and you probably do, because if you turn on the news, you're going to see the opposite of delight. Um, I, w- I will say, I felt um, somewhat just broken by the news this week. I feel like mm-hmm. I had, I had, I like this sort of coat of desensitization was on me. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what Jeff could pick up in his in his condo. Um <laughs> like there's just only so many mass shootings that you can become overwrought over. But then watching the mayor of Puerto Rico, mayor of San Juan, talk on the news and make such a this is how I like heartfelt plea, like begging for help, and then watching Trump's response, that alone was just like I just hate this. And yeah. I, I found myself wanting to, I want to just go to Puerto Rico and help, which is not realistic for a number of reasons. Um, but I felt weirdly very motivated by that. Like I just, I just wish I could do something. You know who went to Puerto Rico? Who? Chartered four planes. She's very annoying on the Real Housewives of New York City, but Bethany Frankel put her money where her mouth is. Look at she, her. She filled four planes full of supplies and she flew them down to Puerto Rico and she's like in the street giving out supplies. And Right? And I feel like, you know, she's a little bit like improv comedy sports 101 on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, but... But she's doing a, a wonderful thing, and her heart's in the right place, and she actually, like, fucking, like, went yeah. down there. Am I allowed to say the F word? Yes, you I'm are. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, that's and Royal fun. Caribbean Cruise Lines. Yeah. How about those guys? Picked up people. Yeah. They did? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, they're all doing a hell of a lot more than I am. Um... And more than many of us You're are. not a cruise ship. You are not a cruise ship. Not so yet. So you can't feel <laughs> right. bad. And I can't charter ship. charter a plane. And you're not, you don't own Skinny Girl Margarita. No, unfortunately, Margarita. I don't. Uh, so anyway, there was that. And then the Las Vegas news. And I just, 
I'm sure I'm just saying what everyone else is feeling as well, but just like, fuck, man. That's right. how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... Uh, I feel like if there were a reset button and this is a simulation, I would push it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. Wait, well, yeah. would we get wiped out? Yeah, but we, uh, hopefully we wouldn't feel it or even know it. Mm-hmm. It would just start back Maybe over. it already happened. <laughs> I feel like we're in mm. hell. I feel like this it feels is... Like, I think Jimmy Kimmel bleak. said this, like, uh, said something like that. Like, it feels like the mouth of hell has opened yeah. or something. A little bit, yeah. I mean, it feels like... You feel gross for feeling any level of joy, and then right. it just feels so oppressingly sad all the time. Yeah. Such a weird, weird time to exist. It just feels like. I mean, you're from Vegas. Sorry, I just... I'm from Reno. Okay, but yeah, I mean Nevada, our brethren down there. Yeah, where yeah. you ate an onion off the road, or <laughs> whatever happened with your onion. <laughs> I this isn't in Vegas, but uh when you're driving but like between there and Reno, there's if you go one of kind of the back ways up Highway 50, there was this windy go down to this mining town and someone set up on the it's this really windy steep road and someone on the side of it had put up a pli- piece, huge piece of plywood and said speed trap ahead. So then you hit your brakes real quick and sure enough you come around there's a cop there. And then those are the kind of nice folks who live in that area. <laughs> yeah. Thoughtful, looking nice. out for you. Yeah. Uh, handy Has with any- the plywood. Sorry. Has anybody read the book uh, Battleborn by Claire V. Watkins? Mm. Battleborn, you guys. It's it's like a bizarre, beautifully written love letter to Nevada. So if you're from there, and and maybe I'll pick it up. <clears throat> maybe I'll like pull it off the bookshelf tonight and take a look at it. Because it's, uh, and her, for people out there who love the Manson murders, her father was uh, it, somebody Watkins. Somebody, oh, Tex Watkins. Oh. He wasn't Tex Watkins. Oh. He was not. Barry? <laughs> Very, his first cousin in Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> he was the guy. He was earlier than Tex Watkins. He was a guy who went to Palisades High and recruited the young girls. Missouri Watkins. It's basically, and and so then he had a daughter. Claire became a writer, and she says in the book that there are people continuously just trying to get in touch with her who are just like crazy Manson murder fans. Wow. Um, but it's a fascinating book, and I learned all about Nevada from that book. And. Uh, well, Battle Born, people like... I'm going to put an Amazon link to that book in the episode summary Battle of this Born, episode. It's so well written. That's, people think that is the state motto. And people right now listening from Nevada, like, it is. But it's actually this weird thing that's been carried on through like the history of the state. But in reality, I think in the original charter, it was all for our country. Oh. Which I'd prefer it go back to. I feel like that's a whole like sentiment the nation over, where we're so... All, the movies, video games, everything is so like contentious there's guns everywhere it's so it'd be nice to just scale it back just a little from battleborn and nevada as a state has a very like kind of right. tough Fiery. facade yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and it'd be nice to change it back or to what it i think it's still what about like is. the casino always wins nevada. <laughs> <laughs> like you know. always bet on black yeah always yeah. bet yeah. on black you can play Kino here. There's so many choices, you guys. Cigars, cigarettes, <laughs> roses, Kino. It's in Blues is slots. The majority of our, uh, we're going out for a fancy dinner tonight, kids. We're in like places, not even necessarily casinos, but places that would have Kino. So you don't even have to be a casino to have Kino. Right. So there'd be someone walking along, cigars, cigarettes, roses, Kino. And then as a kid, you could play Kino. Yeah, so I used to play Kino, Kino always. I love so Kino. <laughs> So, so good. Yeah. Well, we love you, Las Vegas. That's what we're trying to say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, but but we do. But we wait, do. I have something else to tell you guys. If you are going to be battle-born, oh. you need to be fit. 
<laughs> That's a weird segue, but I am going to stick with it. Um, I want to tell you guys about Beachbody On Demand, which is an amazing streaming service. Tons of different uh, fitness programs that you can do. It's the you've heard of um, P90X and Insanity. So Beachbody is the company that puts those out. But in the old days, the old days, the you old had to days. buy the DVDs. And then your workout was just carrying all those DVDs around. No more. <laughs> No more. Now you can stream them and it is amazing. And so they have the, you know, some of the programs that you probably heard of, but then they have other ones that are also amazing, like 21 day fix. Let's say you have an important thing coming up end of the month. Uh, and like a wedding or what, what have you, where you want to get fit before then do 21 day fix. Do the whole program in 21 days. And by the way, you can get a free 30-day trial. You could actually do the whole program before your free trial runs out, even though I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you that. They have T25. They have three-week yoga retreat. Um, they have a a brand new first of its kind cooking show for healthy weight loss and portion control called fixate which teaches you how to cook healthy delicious and simple recipes for you and your family uh and then also i did this when i was pregnant they have um a special for pregnant people i want that to be what it's called but it's not actually what it's called program um and then they like divide the workout by what trimester you are and i thought this will be super easy i'm good at working out and i've said it before and i'll say it again i was winded within 10 minutes and the program is longer than 10 minutes (laughs) it's really this stuff it's hard you guys you can do it. You, uh, Beachbody On Demand is accessible on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, or any other web-enabled device. It's also great if you're someone who travels a lot. Let's say, like Dave Huntsberger over here, you're going to a comedy condo. <laughs> you can work out in Throw your beach body. <laughs> you can work out in your comedy condo. Um, it's a brand new service, but already has over a million members. And you guys, my listeners, can get a free trial membership uh is for allison rosen is your new best friend listeners just text allison a-l-i-s-o-n to 303030 so again text allison to 303030 and get full access to this entire platform for free okay we have uh an update from jenna and al well, we bought a golf cart and we drive it around up and down atlanta burning up this town jenna and al Oh gosh! Oh hey, hey, hey guys. you guys! Is that a hot mic? It is a hot mic. All right. Hey, um, I wish I could say I was, you know, in the hospital uh, giving birth right now. Um, it's because we're already home. The baby's here. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> I am still pregnant. Woohoo! Yeah. Um, maybe by the time you all hear this, I've had a baby. I mean, who knows? We don't know. Yeah, it's positive thinking. Yeah, we're trying to be hopeful because yeah. it's a real music man kind of vibe. Well, you know, it's um, I'm really, really pregnant, so it's it's just a lot of things set me off really easily. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you've been compensating by buying multiple couches in under two weeks. That's true. So that's good. I might cry a lot, but I'm making decisions. You are. Yeah, we, we're furnishing our house. We are um, enjoying having my mom in town. Yeah, it's always nice. That's been really great. And uh, we'll see what happens. I asked Sam if she wanted a sister last night, and she said, nope. So that's that's the next journey. That is true. <laughs> um, otherwise, we're doing... <clears throat> excuse me. Otherwise, we're doing well. Yeah. I, I don't go outside a lot. Um, <laughs> and I, may, I have a beard... 
and I'm just a recluse. Recluse? Some of that is true. Recluse? Recluse? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? We can look it up later. I'll check the internet. Okay. <laughs> and, but otherwise, yeah. I don't, yeah. Uh, we miss you guys. Yeah. Miss being on the podcast, laughing hard. Laughing with our friends. Yeah. That's right. But, uh, <sighs> yeah, otherwise things are good. We yeah. just gotta get this baby out. We just really need to have a baby. I mean, it is seriously. We've put everything on hold. It's like, it's just waiting, just hanging around. For the last waiting. four weekends, we've had no plans because we decided that these were the weekends we were gonna wait for the baby to get here. Because <laughs> that's what you do. That's right. You're like, no, I can't do anything in September. I'm having a baby. There's in a baby coming. So, anyway, it's a lot of that. Exactly. All right, you guys. Have an awesome show. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Now, I already know the answer to the question that's <clears throat> foremost on everyone's mind. Al does not really have a beard. That's what I thought. He yeah. doesn't. I asked Jenna. Yeah, he can't have a beard. I would have guessed no beard. Is he actually not allowed to have a beard? No. Do Mormon I just... people have beards? <laughs> I don't think that's a problem. I think Brigham Young had a big beard. It seems white beard. Perhaps, I, yeah. My... But not the hair kind of beard. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think they can. I just don't think it's... Uh, uh, it just seems too... Scuzzy? Too bohemian for Al. Right. It's off, it would be off-brand for Al. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, now, and now I have to feel uneasy over the fact that I just asked that question because... No, you know what, though? Why? I feel like Al and Jenna's whole thing is like, we are a font of information. Feel free to ask anything. They're the Mormon ambassadors. Yeah. So... I don't think there's a rule about facial hair. It's not Disneyland. However, it would be off-brand for Al to have a beard. He's very—he's a very clean-shaven person. Mm-hmm. But they said they've been laying around for the last. I know, but but, uh, but he already asked, and no, he doesn't have a beard. But I wouldn't be surprised if the rules of Mormonism are the exact same as the rules of working at Disneyland. No visible tattoos. No yes. visible piercings. Mm-hmm. No facial hair. You're be referred happy. to as cast members. <laughs> Um, well, it's, it's exciting. I think there's a good chance Jenna will have had her baby by the time people hear this, if not shortly after. So, uh, I'm sad that I don't get to see her in person being super duper pregnant again. And also I said to her that she should be happy. She's not here because if she were, I would talk her ear off about couches for at least 90 minutes mm-hmm. because nothing taps into my indecision and my OCDness, like making a couch purchase. Everyone here should be happy. They didn't know me. <laughs> When I last bought a couch, because it was really deeply an unpleasant experience for most people. Interesting. How's this mm-hmm. treating you? How does it treat me? Yeah, I mean, is he? I, he wasn't here for this either. I wasn't. I wasn't there for the couch. But you're but... in it right now. No, no, no. I, oh. I no. Jenna's buying couch. No, no. Oh, if, if okay. Jenna, if someone's talking to her about buying a couch, it sends her down the couch hole. Yeah, <laughs> and you've got a lot of prerequisites. Really look for fluffiness. Geometry, sturdiness. Oh, go, I was just, just today. Uh huh. No joke. Just today, I was thinking maybe where I went wrong the last time I tried. Maybe my problem with buying a couch and the reason couches all come up short for me is that I'm looking for a bed. Like yeah. if I sit down and I'm like, I don't want to feel like I'm erect, but I also want a lot of support. Mm. You want? I want great. I want a like, womb. You want your chin on your chest but you still feel like you're sitting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Super comfortable, but not too reclined. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I want to sink into it, but also not sink into it. 
<laughs> now I want to sink into it, but still be supported, but feel like I could fall asleep in it comfortably. Yeah. Hmm. I'm thinking you're going down the road of custom made sofas. And you're in the right part of town. Yes. Very close to it. Perhaps. You've had some bad luck. I was none too happy with my sofa you love experience. Yeah. Mm. So I we'd need a better a better custom sofa maker than that. There's a lot I, right here. I yeah. just don't know where. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the... I mean, there are probably five places in Koreatown that'll like change the dimensions for you. You can pre... Well, turns, know out, what the turns out I might be a chair person. Oh, my whole yeah. life, my whole life, it was in search of the perfect couch. Yeah. Maybe what I needed was a chair. A lazy boy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not It's not lazy boy brand, but it is a recliner. Have you seen those couches that it sort of has the recliner? Yes. Those I re- feel like that's just giving up. No, they're and the yet, best. Okay. Yeah, the they're best. amazing. The ones that have like drink holders and stuff? Yeah. Not necessarily can. But yeah, if you have an L couch that at the end has a recliner at each end, oh my God. My friends have one. That, here, I'm going to sell you one. Okay. What, Allison, what do I need to do to put you in a recliner couch? <laughs> it has two recliner dealies on it. I've not been in the market for a, 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 any kind of upholstery right now. It has two recliner dealies on it, and then you flip it up, and there's a USB plug. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a cup holder. See, they always come with cup holders. When I think holder. of just a standalone lazy boy, I think of a dad who never taught his son to play catch. Mm-hmm. Oh. It just feels very like, yeah, I'm watching the game. That's when what I'm saying. Home, son, I don't know. Why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, Couches but, really evoke a lot of feelings. Yeah. But these yeah. things are stealthy because they just look like a couch when they're not in the reclined position. So you don't look like you're a reclined person. Up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like a transforming experience. Yeah. Like, hey, you enjoying this couch? I sure am. Why don't you reach down there and grab that handle and you then sh- kaboom. You should get a sensory deprivation tank and just mm. put it in your family room. That's what you want. Yeah. Maybe that it is what It doubles I want. as a coffee table. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Imagine that. Yeah. Somebody goes to put their drink down. Daniel slides the coaster <laughs> underneath. It's like, oh, is that going to leave a ring? It's like, no, you're going to wake up Allison. She's in there. <laughs> I've never done the sensory deprivation thing. Robin, have you? I have not. You'd think that I would have. I haven't. And I'm dying to. So. What, now, we would think you would have because you're interested in spiritual experiences. I've done a lot. At, you were mentioning the three-week yoga retreat You're into on that deprivation. <laughs> yes, I'm super into deprivation. Now, I... Uh, I know you went on a spiritual hike I, somewhat I recently. I do that, yes. It wasn't a spiritual. It was spiritual for me, but it wasn't like a group of spiritual people going on a hike. Uh, but I've, do, I've done for the last 20 years almost, I've done a lot of yoga and a lot of yoga retreats. And so uh, at any given hiatus, I could be off at some yoga retreat mm-hmm. doing God knows what. And you'd think at one of them, they would have had a sensory deprivation tank, but they didn't and they don't. And I'm, <laughs> I'm deprived of that experience. Maybe you should seek it out. Maybe. Maybe. There's, I, there's spas and stuff that have them. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I would freak out. Yeah. I'm not. I don't know. I thought it's something I would have done by now and I haven't. So I don't think I will. Oh, that's <laughs> where I am with LSD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I feel like I missed the window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could do mushrooms though. You know, you haven't missed that window. I, I will say. I feel like I have. The, ca- the case for LSD is in the new Beatles book. Um, there, it's so, It was so interesting to read about how finally Paul got into it and whatever. It really changed. LSD completely changed that entire band from and changed their music. And it changed our music. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I couldn't do it now. Not at this, not at this stage of my life. It's a pretty intense experience. <laughs> All right. So who here has done it? 
I have not. Not me. I have. Daniel's the only... Robin, you have I haven't. You'd think I would have. I would be bragging if I said I'd, I'd be lying. I mean... Daniel's the only person here? Get out. Well, yeah. You know, He's also the only one wearing a leather like jacket it. right now. Yeah. <laughs> and smoking. That's With right. A, yeah. So what? Who cares? I don't care. <laughs> oh, it's your cool guy. That's right. This That's guy appears cool on Insta- guy. Instagram every now and again. Cool as fuck. That's right. <laughs> I don't, I don't give a shit. Dude, don't you care about like uh, <laughs> any future things like that? Nope. I don't care about anything. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> whatever. I mean, your car gets smashed into outside? I get another one. Or I'll just walk or something. I don't care. Man, this guy's cool. Is he? Oh, okay. so Do you cool. have like, he yeah. care. Is there, um, is there a passion you have in life, cool guy? <laughs> Not caring. Whoa. Passionate about that. I didn't want to tell you this, but when you came in the room, and this is sincere, you yeah. have a little bit of toilet paper dragging off your shoe. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you have toilet paper on your shoe. What are you going to do? Fuck it. I mean, it doesn't look that cool. Like, even with that kind of blase attitude, it just can... But cool. you know what? That's what makes it cool. Cool guy. I just found out. I, this is terrible news, but your your dog has become very sick. Yeah. I don't, you know what? So what? Get another one. I don't care. Cool guy. Come on. <laughs> you can't just get another one. Yeah. Is there anything you there. do care about? Mm, no. <laughs> I care I care about not caring. You're passionate about that? Mm-hmm. But I don't even care about that now. Right. I'm over it. <laughs> Is your name really Aiden? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I used to care, but then everybody else started caring, so now I don't care. Mm. Yeah. Are you into music? Nah, music, <laughs> music. So lame. I just, I just like to sit around, you know, and just you know, listen to my own music in my head. That sounds very cool. It's. Are it, you in it a sucks. chair? I don't, even, I don't care about it. You're. What are you on? Like sitting on a stool, very erect. That's not cool. No, no, no. I sit on the grass, <laughs> and uh, I usually have a a change jar. <laughs> so you're homeless yeah I, so what okay um, that's cool i just you know i want the best for you listen um sometimes if you're sitting out on the street cool thoughts come to your head <laughs> and you just gotta let them let them come in you know yeah. you seem to put if, some thought into this as mm-hmm. if you care about it you gotta be uh receptive and um <laughs> available to the cool thoughts right uh, the rest of you, you know, you're going about your day caring about stuff, blocking out the cool thoughts. Yeah. So, so there you go. So what's like a cool thought? Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about uh, uh, Slurpees. Yeah. Yeah. They're literally <laughs> cool. <laughs> They're pretty cool. They're, yeah. Uh, iced coffee. It's pretty cool. Now, what, what about your video games? You used to really care about video games. You're really into video games? Nah. Shit's for fucking geeks. <laughs> You're so cool. <laughs> cool yeah, thoughts. That's what I'm saying. It's pretty cool. Hmm? Is um like a mochaccino a cool thought? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mochaccinos are pretty cool. <laughs> but how'd you get mm. to be so cool? <laughs> so much LSD. Yeah, tons of LSD. <laughs> I just like dropped it like eighty mm, times. Mm-hmm. I did a bunch of LSD, and uh, I thought I was a block of ice yeah those that's <laughs> literally another cool item mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i spilled some boiling hot tea onto um some ice is that a cool thought uh n- no that sounds like a warm thought probably at the end of it 
at the end of it all. Yeah. Anyway. And what about your future? You must have some plans for the, your future, things you're excited about, you look forward to. The future is very uncool. <laughs> uh, I don't, you know, it's never here. It's always today. You know what I'm saying? Cool. Oh, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like That's cool the kind guy. Of cool thought. I feel like I know, and I, I know one thing about you. Hmm. You run an Airbnb in San Diego <laughs> on a beach. That's Airbnb, not very clean. Airbnb is definitely the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> Why all the condoms? You got to be ready. Yeah, condoms. Condoms are cool. You Definitely. meant those as an amenity, though. But it's only cool if you have condoms and then don't use them. Yeah, that's what? Cool. That's the coolest. <laughs> that feels like that feels like unsafe sex. Unsafe sex is pretty cool. Oh no, <laughs> cool guy. We have a child. That's why. That's you, get this. you had some unsafe sex. <laughs> you know, sharing needles is cool too. Oh no, this has gone in a, in a direction I didn't want it to go. Mm-hmm. It's the coolest. What? Mm-hmm. Cool guy. This is irresponsible. Cool guy, do you care about Tom Petty at all? Tom Petty is cool. Oh, uh, we found something he cares about in the mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. That and sharing needles, apparently. Wow. Yeah. Cool guy. Mm-hmm. Unprotected sex is cool. What? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to have to ask you to leave the show. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> cool guy come Mm -hmm. on we talked about this we did cool guy (laughs) what did we talk about yeah we talked about specifically not recommending unsafe sex and sharing needles yeah but i don't listen to you because you don't you don't give me cool thoughts (laughs) you don't give me cool thoughts (laughs) well bring back daniel now yeah, is Daniel cool? <laughs> Daniel is definitely not cool. Yeah, hi. Hey, where 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 were you? Uh, I was just taking Wendy um, and putting her in the cage. Great um, throwing of your voice a little bit. Like you made it sound like you've been gone a while. Mm-hmm. No footsteps good. of any sort were heard mm-hmm. either. It's the, the I, toilet paper cushioned I've it. Practiced, yeah. I've practiced the glide. <laughs> Very good glide. Yeah. You guys... This is uh, where I'm now just uh, stretching because I'm trying to figure out whether we do iTunes Comment of the Week or just mirror everyone. I should tell you, uh, going to be at PodFest. When you hear this, it'll be this weekend. It's going to be, we're doing a show October 8th at noon. David Huntsberger is going to be a guest. Hooray. John Henson's going to be a guest. And I Jordan. Love John I was He's at his a- wedding. What? Yes. I'm very good friends with John Henson. His birthday is July 11th. I didn't know you. <laughs> no, that's that proof. Proves it. That proves it. You're good friends. I didn't I, know that I you guys were friends. I don't know that I love anybody more in this world than I love John Henson. And for everybody listening, like, he's really the best. Best. He's married. He's married to a dear friend of mine. Oh, so that's how I, I was lucky enough to meet him, and he's just the best. Oh my god, this is so exciting! <laughs> so go to this show, everybody. Yeah, John Hansen's going to be there. Well, he loves there. having daytime sex with his wife. He shared that with all of us. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> no, that's great. It's great. It it tracks. That tracks. Yeah, yeah. He's, we love him. Um, and best. Jordan Morris just announced Jordan Morris is going to be joining us as well. What? There's going to be so many people on stage at Too once. Too much funny. Too much hilarity. <laughs> um. So yeah. So come out for that. And also, hmm? Daniel and Jeff. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> well, you want to give them a reason to show up, honey. And I'll be there, too. No Ooh. soundbite? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see, just, Daniel. Let's just do iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. I'll also be there. <laughs> uh, David, you can read the positive one. Okay. This is from... Okay, they're always some clever name. Oh, Adana goes... Oh, do, no, GC. Odin, OGC? I'm not sure. Did you have... I mean, because you get the pre-screen. Because her name... Yeah. She... I think that it's. I think it's just got to be some form of her name. Okay. Adonoguk. <laughs> That's what Adonoguk. Yeah. I think it's just her name. Okay. Uh, love Allison with an exclamation. My number one favorite podcaster. Aww. Period. So there's not an exclamation there. Oddly enough. Allison, comma, you are smart, funny, and kind. You have an ability to get deep with your guests without it ever seeming manipulative. You've shown an incredible ability to adjust and pivot the Thursday show into something that is reliably fl- fun and accessible through many changes. I truly do feel like you are a friend, and I'm so happy to see what a wonderful mother you are as well. Aww. I wish you all the success in the world. XOXOXO, Claire. See, I think that's the C from the Adonica. Yeah. Thank you so much, Claire. That is so nice. That's Now, incredible. listen, you guys, because this is a self-aggrandizing, pat-on-the-back kind of show, <laughs> segment is what I meant to say, but apparently it's morphed into the whole, <laughs> just taken over the whole show. <laughs> I also read a negative comment. When I went to look for a negative comment, unfortunately, there are not any new negative comments, so there's one comment that is the best negative comment it's an old, a recycled negative comment. We're going to hear it again because, listen, this is the negative comment that you have to beat. And we're just going to keep on reading it till we get a better one. Who Wait feels- a second. There should be like a zero days on the job without an accident kind of made yeah. it through another week. Right. No negative comments. Oh, I know. I'm going to have to back figure out when we count. Maybe this will just be days, day one. Why are you okay. challenging them? to leave negative comments. Not a challenge, just a, a celebration challenge. when they do not occur. Because I feel yeah. like... Except that it's a bummer because I like reading I like reading the enjoyable ones on the show, but it's a very fine line between enjoyable and painful. Enjoyable what you wish I for. know, I know. Anyway, thank you for not, for not feeling any d- desire to leave a negative comment, but... I feel like you could go to the Twitter for negative comments, though. Ooh, yeah. I don't see him anymore. I've muted so many people. Perhaps you're seeing stuff I'm not seeing. I probably could. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh no, but directed at me usually. I don't want. Well, no, I'm. This is pulled from iTunes. This is not pulled from Twitter. It's important that it does yes, not. I anyway, who among ye? Mm. What? Ooh, Are we ye? in the 17th century? Let's have Biori read it okay or yeah some I was say, oh, who yeah. wants to who feels that they can really bring the gravitas to this negative comment Biore voice all right I'm sure okay hold on please seriously you guys i have i need peepers now it's not the Biore i know voice. Okay. sorry I've hit, I've hit that point too <laughs> okay Although that did make me want to clean my nose. Oh, wait, this, are you sure they're not describing me here? <laughs> no, that's me. It's me. Okay. Gross. 
is the headline here by Vinci2255. Valley girl with vocal fry past her prime. She recently discussed how she slides her fingers between her thighs and groin and then proceeds to sniff her fingers. I'm honestly not sure how her husband hasn't pulled a Hemingway yet. Beauty starts here. <laughs> that was oh, beautiful. Hemingway. I mean, Good come Lord. on. It's, a, it's literary. Fancy. It got well, dark. Heavy. It got very dark at the end. Uh, Pulled a Hemingway, as in written a novel that will be remembered for generations. <laughs> yeah, fought a bull. Honey, are you? Honey, are you? Oh, he pulled a Hemingway. <laughs> Literally, Valley Girl Pastor Prime is going to be the name of my memoirs. Like that—that's not you at all. Also, you're from Laguna. Like, get it right. <laughs> yeah, that's not the valley. You're not a Valley Girl. That's right. Thank so, you very much. I mean, yeah, I am, and that's why I have vocal fry. Uh, Sorry. <sighs> I feel like everybody has say. vocal fry now though, even guys. It's it's not a gender thing. It's not it's even true. a it's not even a generational thing. Everybody I feel yeah. like I actually don't You don't have vocal fry very frequently. You don't. Sometimes on my morning Instagram stories because I'm lying down and I'm talking quietly, then uh, there's a little bit of that happening. But in general, I don't feel that I have a lot of vocal fry. But the rest does. It feels on the. It feels accurate. Also, Thank a, you, lo- a low a low tone can sound like fry when it's not. Just also, right, which is why I have to modulate. It's there, as rough in words that end with like ly. Yeah. Right. Really. Mm. But there have been studies, I think, or at least a study that everyone talks about, saying that people with vocal fry. Are taken more seriously, actually. Hmm. <laughs> well, I get that backwards. I you were going. No, I know, but I think I. Well, now I'm questioning myself, but I feel like I read an article that said that because that's why you hear it all the time on NPR. I mean, that's that's not why, but you do hear it all do the, you? frequently. That women with, I think that professional women who utilize vocal fry are. Doesn't it? That sounds counterintuitive. I feel like yeah. I have it wrong, but I'm pretty sure not. that they said that professional women who utilize vocal fry are seen as a, maybe as opposed to upspeak hmm. are seen well, are I mean, taken more seriously. I know those are it's comparing. To, now we know why Hillary didn't win. There's a yeah. slid in some fry. Uh, there's a woman on NPR who has vocal fry and a Chicago accent. <laughs> has anybody? I don't know her name, but she's like. She's like, and she's got, sort. she's sort of intense too. Like she's a reporter and she goes into the field and she comes out with all these stories. It sort of sounds like I'm doing Jesse Ventura, but, <laughs> but she's got a very distinct voice. And there's a woman on slate.com who's a beautiful, a wonderful writer, the most beautiful articles. And then she gets on NPR and talking, or she gets on slate and is like, well, is that Dana, what's her name? Or the, the, she, she does the Supreme Court. Uh yes. What's her name? Yes, I think it's that. Like, uh, we're going to the Supreme Court right now. No, the one that's oh, like they're sorry. very high. I she, don't know. I don't think her name's Dana. Oh, uh, to check. Anyway, she, I have to check and see whose voice I'm slamming because <laughs> I guess I felt the need to abuse somebody else because I had been abused on the comments because somebody thought my voice oh. was so bad. Were you guys thinking I was about to say I've been abused? You guys no, all no. turned and looked at me. No, I turned because I was like, hey. Vocal Fry Pastor Prime was about me. Sorry. Don't make it about you. Sorry, I did. I'm sorry. I just was defending you and saying you're not a valid Thank girl you. at all. Thank you. Well, now I've got to go hear all these people whose voices you guys just mocked. 
Wait, what is what is vocal fry exactly? I don't know. It's like when you peter out at the end of a song. They say the Kardashians all have it. It's like uh, it's that it's yeah, that, that uh, where your vocal lazy. cords are. Uh, it's like a very lazy way of talking. It's like Courtney will be like, "Hey, Chloe, are we going to the ice skating rink?" <laughs> oh my god! Like that kind of let it. Hey, Chloe. Yeah, yeah. That's Chloe. vocal fry. They call her Clo Money, by the way. They who who the Kardashian? Yeah, Dahlia Lithwick. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, I don't know her name. Now you do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's lovely. And listen, I'm, so wait, I'm throwing stones here. I got I got the same problem. She's the one that sounds like a Valley Girl. No, she just doesn't have a voice that matches. Like she's her depth. Yeah, that she, hey, remember, she writes about for Johnny Slip. She writes about and the Supreme Court. I saw a bio of yours online that said that you were one of the first to get credentialed as an online journalist. Yeah, it's really complicated. And in fact, one of the things that's going on with the debate about go to squad right now is... I don't think that's her, though. She's a young gal. She's young and she's like short and she's got curly hair and she's a great writer on Slate. I just don't know her name. <laughs> hmm. Aren't you glad I brought it up and could not back it up? In That's okay. Fake news. I feel this is not a not a crime. No, you could just make up a name, I and know. who's gonna who's gonna argue with you? Right. Yeah, you can make up NPR names and just like it's it's Puda Lanthwak. Right. It's Petra <laughs> Google Gorf. Yeah. Google. <laughs> oh, she, she's Norwegian. Tina yes. Basserpoo. <laughs> that is someone I went to high school with. It's uh, Gramblin Napchip. Yep. Uh, <laughs> reporting from. <laughs> <laughs> Gramblin nap chip. Yep. <laughs> it's a chip. It's Phineas P-K. T. Huckleberries. <laughs> Phineas. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I was reading an article today by T. Barry Brazelton. <laughs> Isn't that. Is he related That's to Circus T. Ridenour? I want him I'm just to kidding. be. That's not a real person. It, son of Carnival Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Or she, T-Berry. Just T-Berry. Uh, yeah, T-Berry. yeah, it could be either. T-Berry Bramlinson? What was it? T-Berry Brazelton. Brazelton. Like child-rearing advice. But isn't that the best name, T-Berry Brazelton? Yes. Wendy's name, before we had a name for Wendy, was... Do you want to share the name? Wendy's our dog. Oh. Do you not remember? There's a whole folder of photos on like that we share like in iCloud. Dragel? Yeah, <laughs> Dragel. <laughs> Dragel? Dragel. Whenever Daniel, yeah. Whenever Daniel and I come up with names, he just suggests ones like what was the one he what was the one he just had? Gramblin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just names that aren't names. So when we were trying to name our dog, he suggested Dragel. I mean, it's no one else has it. Remember one of the names for our son? Gra- Gravel spoon. Gravel spoon. <laughs> <laughs> He really looked like a gravel spoon, but yeah. then he started to look more like Gleep Glorp. Gleep Glorp. Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys, I'm I'm gonna make a bold move and say let's not do just mirror everyone right now. Let's save it up for our big live show bonanza. Oh my god, with John Henson, with your best friend John Henson, David Huntsberger. That's right. Woohoo! And someone else I don't I don't know, but I <laughs> Jordan think he's Morris. Great. He's great. He's very so funny. great, you guys. Let's do one just mirror. I, I can't not do it. I can't. I just have to. Let's hear the song. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Skidoo, skidoo. 
Also, you guys, I forgot to say I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. You can get bonus episodes. September's bonus episode was none other than Jeff Fox. Um, you can get access to an exclusive live video stream. And also you can get, there's a level where you get merch in the mail. There's so much access to me. You'll beg me to leave you alone. I even have someone who's at the $100 level. Wow. Yeah. yeah. When I, I mentioned before, but when I saw that he signed up, I was like, oh no, what did I promise? And one of the things I promise is a monthly Q&A where he sends me, there's a bunch of stuff, but he sends me a question and I, and I answer it via video and send it back to him. And so far he seems pleased. And I'm like, come on, how am I living up to this? <laughs> begging her not to, uh, begging her to leave you alone doesn't work. Uh, just FYI. So no, there's a level. There's a level you, where I will leave you alone. If you got any ideas. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. Well, now there's like a lot of pressure on me since I said we're just going to do one. Um, we'll just pick a random screw one. Screw it up. Okay. <laughs> Lauren Hadley says... Silently and harshly judge anyone who gets off on the second floor on the elevator going up. I have a whole magazine of pictures of the second floor going up that I get off on. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) Getting off on. Oh! Boy. Gotcha. It took me a long time. I don't know if I ever would have gotten there. You wondered why I would just have videos of people on elevators. Elevator porn? <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyway, uh, look, you would silently and harshly judge me, Lauren, because sometimes I will take the elevator. But I think we've explained. I've explained. I don't have a good sense of direction. I never can find anything. I went the long at my therapist's office. I went the long way to find her office and also the long way to the bathroom for months and i just now i realize it's a shortcut and so i don't always know that i can find the stairs and if i find them i don't know if i can find the building that i'm in it all depends on how accessible the stairs are and how how crowded the elevators are and how much you enjoy riding on elevators yeah like daniels gets off on it yeah no honey i don't i like watching people on exit the elevator on the second floor (laughs) my (laughs) my fear is that i'll go i'll take the stairs wanting to take the healthier route and then like my fear is that both doors will be locked yes Yes, that happened i feel like it must have happened to me at some point in my life that that seems bad also but also if i were to take an elevator i have this disease where anytime an elevator doors open i decide that's my floor (laughs) and i just i'm always getting out uh I'm always, I'm not focused when I'm in an elevator. I find it hypnotic almost. And then I'm like, oh, it's my floor. And it's not. <laughs> I have that too. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if, if there's no one around, if it's not like a lot of people and, and there's an elevator, why not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose if you care about energy or something. But I've done that thing where you try to take the stairs and so you go into the stairs and you go up and then they're like, yeah, you you can't open this door oh, and then you mm-hmm. have to go back down. Oh. Mm-hmm. And you're also afraid of setting off the yeah, emergency exit. Exactly. Yeah. That would stress me. Ert. Yeah. <laughs> I got locked in the stairwell once at the Riviera Casino in Las Vegas. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, it was t- uh, 12 flights. I went up and down like oh checking on all the God. doors. How'd you get out? Up at the top finally, uh, someone, uh, like a maintenance worker, like a maid or someone heard me. 
And I was just peeking through that little square window and like banging on the door. And I was increasing the sound thinking like, they've got to hear this. And it wasn't until it was like me kicking the door that they turned around and I was just this little face in the window. Like <laughs> I'm in here. Oh God. Were you panicking? No, not really. I, but I had a show in a little while. Mm. And so I was like, oh, I've got, I don't have a ton of time to be in here. I was pretty confident. Like someone's going to come down the hallway and hear me do. Why this. would they design that? So that there's not at least one exit from the when the person opened it she said technically i'm not supposed to open this door to let you in here because <laughs> it automatically locks and you'll be stuck in here bye well i could just be anyone i guess and maybe now in light of you know what happened yeah. they'd be like you've got to have a key go back down like i can't get out down there either so. that's the thing like at least have a exit at the street level yeah yeah i don't know i, I mean it, i think it was my fault i wasn't supposed to be in those particular stairs i was in the like workout area and then I thought, oh, I got to run some stairs. And maybe I missed a sign or something. But who has stairs that, like, wouldn't allow you to escape a fire or something? Right. Yeah. Well, good for you for trying to get heart healthy on those <laughs> stairs. <laughs> I certainly did. And I'm still alive. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Me and my heart. Still doing it. Did you incorporate the experience into your set that night? No. No, nothing would work. The worst crowds. <laughs> oh, the Riviera. Oh, it's awful. All people that like took a tour of a timeshare in exchange for comedy club tickets oh, and they come no. out just like defeated. Like, this better make up for our shitty day. <laughs> oh, it no. Was it was the worst. I never, ever, ever. I one time worked with this dude who was a ventriloquist. He was like 80 years old and he would talk to the dummy constantly. Yeah, like, you're and the that, dummy. No, you're the dummy. Yeah, no, yeah. You're the dummy. Even when it was in the suitcase, he'd muffle it. Yeah. Like, huh? I love it. It was great. I loved him. Should so I would. Guy. He was the <laughs> nicest, sweetest guy. And we were walking to our rooms one night and we were on the same floor. And he goes, All right, I'll see you later. Night, Dave. I go, Good night. And then he goes, Bye, <laughs> <Night>, Dave. <laughs> and then I turn around and he was standing there, sort of waiting, like, He'd be polite. <laughs> so I went, Night, Woody. And then he big smile on his face and opened his Oh, that's so cute. But very odd. It, it was very cute, but I was like, that's such a weird, like... <laughs> what if, like, like you cut to, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, it's dark in your hotel room, and you, you're you just, like, awa- awakened by, like, a little tap on the shoulder, and it's like, hey, Dave, it's me. Uh, just back there when you took a beat. Uh, I thought that was rude. I thought that was We're rude. uncomfortable. We've gotten to know each other. Like get the fuck out of my room. <laughs> That's yeah. I wouldn't have shot. Not even me. being operated by the eighty-year-old guy. He's just free form. Oh, I would prefer now. it if he were completely <laughs> sentient, roaming around, completely yeah. sentient. <laughs> you guys, I totally forgot to mention. If you would like to leave a nice or not nice, but I prefer a nice comment, iTunes.com slash Allison Roseman is where you go. Also, subscribe, won't you? Um, we have. I have a dog to tell you about. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutton. Inside, you come inside with poop on your butt. With poop on your butt. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. That's what you are. She 
Sheba is a real darling at approximately two years old and 60 pounds. This white American bulldog mix is up for adoption at Friends of the Animals Baton Rouge. Sheba is a tiny bit timid at first, but quickly gets very wiggly. I love when dogs get wiggly and happy when she's comfortable. Sheba has a gentler manner and is sweet and lovable. She's destined to make a fabulous companion to some lucky adopter. Listeners can learn more about Sheba using the following link, tinyurl.com slash adopt Sheba, tinyurl.com slash adopt Sheba. Also, I will put a link to her in the episode summary. Also, um, if you're following the show's account, Twitter account, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F, um, I usually retweet. So Friends of the Animals, Baton Rouge will be like, here's the dog that we talked about this week, and I usually retweet that. Also, follow me on Instagram at, at Allison Rosen. Finally, my number has gone up a little bit, you guys. It's... Very Ooh. gratifying. <laughs> yeah, that sounded weird. Jeff, where do we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox, and I'll also be at Podfest in their Podcast Pros conference. I'll be part of the conversation talking about podcast equipment. That's on Friday Fabulous. at four something. So come on by. Daniel, where do we find you? Uh, I'm at Daniel Quantz, Twitter and Instagram. I have a podcast about podcast equipment called Jeff and his thoughts about pot. No, I have a podcast about TV and film called The Watching Hour. So check it out. And uh, well, you know what? Try it out. I think you'll like it. <laughs> Robin, thank you so much. Where do we find you and plug whatever? Um, just listen to Los Feel as the podcast. It's on uh, Feral Audio. And my, I guess my Instagram, I guess it's Robin Shore <laughs> at R-O-B-I-N-S-H-O-R-R. I'm not much of a Twitter person. I got to get more into it. Nah. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, I don't think you need to. Yeah. David Huntsberger. Uh, I, you can find me at davidhuntsberger.com or the Space Cave Podcast. And if you listen to my previous... Or no, I should say this weekend I'll be doing my variety show, The Junk Show at the Copper Still at 8 p.m. If you like music and magic and animation and all that sort oh. of thing, come on by. Uh, Go to and PodFest then, in the day and then your yeah, show make that a night. Yeah, day of it. Yeah. And... Uh, I, the old podcast I used to do called Professor Blastoff with Tig Notaro and Kyle Dunnigan uh, was done through Earwolf and they recently sent us, they were like, oh, we have these extra posters laying around and a couple tote bags. So we've signed them and we're going to sell them at davidhuntsberger.com and give all the money to uh, Puerto Rico hurricane victims. So if you'd like to help make some money for that, if you know someone that listened to that podcast, Send them that way and we'll send a tiny bit of relief, but at least feel like we're trying to help. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Alice and Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Alice and Rosen is your new best friend.